everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for your continued support by downloading the podcast, sharing the podcast, talking about the podcast. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for your support. And also thank you for those of you that are going on that uh, website and clicking that book it link. I have gotten quite a few consultations through IamReneeRoberts.com. So Kudos to you guys. Kudos to you for wanting to do more uh, for your own forward progress and for your healing journey. And for those of you who have not already done that, uh, it will be there. So when you're ready, go ahead and check me out at my website as well. And also, hey, maybe you're just a social media type person. Go to Facebook and Instagram. You know, some people are just not website type of people and that's okay. But at Facebook and Instagram at I am Renee Roberts, you can also find my information there as well as some other little goodies I like to throw on social media every now and again. And don't forget, Join the Coach My World podcast fan Facebook while you're over there at uh, Facebook. Get into that group uh, it's for discussions of all of these episodes for the podcast specifically. And it is open to you posting in it as well. So for those of you that are already a part of it, please feel free to post, 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 post. I would love for you to just light that group up. Yes. And of course, my ultimate goal is for each and every episode to be a therapeutic time of healing self-discovery, and for progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward. What is up, fam? I hope that since last episode, you have been exercising, becoming more confident in your ability to make decisions, to make those bold statements, to make moves without allowing self-doubt to dominate. Because you know what? You are absolutely capable of succeeding based on your decisions, based on your thoughts, based on your moves. Yes, it is a good thing. Don't get me wrong to be open to sound advice and, and to hear opinions from those people who are truly uh, those people that want to really see you thrive. Let me rewind that. For those people, opinions from those people that really want to see you thrive. That's cool. But it's not good to develop a dependency on those things, okay? So keep exercising those tools I provided to you in the last episode. And um, if you have not had a chance to listen to it, maybe you're a newbie and this is the first episode you're listening to. I encourage you, kick it back one. Go back to last episode. And um, I'm dealing with this whole self-doubt, second doubting ourselves. Uh, I promise that, you know, as you're listening and you're getting the tools down pat, through consistency and awareness, you will kick second guessing's butt. You hear what I'm saying? All right. Now, let's do some deconstruction on our mental processors. Yes, this episode is going to target our inclination as human beings to just be overly sensitive about things that we really shouldn't be so sensitive about, okay? So when I say overly sensitive, I'm talking about taking things so personally or or like society likes to identify it, getting, getting and staying in your feelings, all right? In your feelings is actually a phrase that's described as being in a vulnerable, receptive, and expressive emotional state. And as we may be aware of uh, that type of vulnerability state, uh, it most times subjects you to the negative emotions. 
So you may never hear someone use this phrase in reference to positive emotions, although it's possible. It's always referring to those negative, um, or I like to call them the down emotions, okay? But society... tends to deal with vulnerability as this weak and negative thing anyway. And this is why we are, when we get in our feelings of anger or our feelings of disappointment or hurt or confusion, all of those types of things, when we get there, uh, it's considered negative. Yeah, it's considered uh, weak. And so I don't know about you, but um, earlier in my life, y'all know I just like to tell, I'm going to tell all, um, I would get in my feelings so much, y'all, and I would dwell on the mugs forever. <laughs> now, this is different from catching feelings. I'm learning the lingo, okay? I'm learning it because according to this generation, when you catch feelings, you're literally starting to feel some type of romantic attraction for someone else. And I don't know why I'm sitting here rubbing my my chain and my chest when I said that. What is wrong with me? But that's catching feelings, right? Um, it is so funny because our society comes up with the darndest things. Yeah. Now, now you see what I'm saying. That's the difference. We got catching feelings and we have staying in your feelings or, or being in your feelings. So we're talking about being in your feelings. We're not talking about catching feelings. Maybe I'll do an episode on that in the future, but um, we'll see. But you got the difference. So let's get a little deeper into this because throughout my years of therapeutic coaching, I have connected with so many beautiful souls that just get in their feelings and get stuck there over the simplest of things. And I can't be mad at them because I was like that at some point in time. Now, this is not to downplay or undermine anyone's feelings, okay? However, it is to help make sure that you are aware of the dangers, of the challenges of being overly sensitive to things that really should not uh, be that serious for you. And in case you didn't know, overly sensitive is not a disorder, all right? I'm not diagnosing you. And please get off Google and stop diagnosing yourself. It's a personality trait, all right? So you can rest. You don't need a diagnosis. Now, before I get more into this, let me bring this to light. Research shows that um, there are some people that are classified as highly sensitive person, which uh, the acronym is HSP. HSP. Give you a little education right here. A highly sensitive person, HSP, this is a neurodivergent. And when we say neurodivergent, we're talking about this differs in the mental or neurological function from what is considered typical or normal um, for an individual, right? So when we say neurodivergent, that's what we're speaking of. So a highly sensitive person is a neurodivergent. Yes, um, who's thought to have an increased or deeper central nervous system. I am reading this part sensitivity to a deeper central nervous system sensitivity to physical, emotional or social stimuli. Some refer to this as having sensory processing sensitivity or SPS for short. All right. Want to throw it in, in there because this is a serious matter for people who deal with HSP. So I am in no way making light of those individuals. I will say this, though, if you believe that you are overly sensitive to this degree, please look into being um, assessed, not diagnosed, that's that's a different word, being assessed by a mental health professional 
doesn't have to be a therapist, doesn't have to be a psychiatrist or a psychologist, but just uh, someone who's professional and, and knows what they're doing when they're assessed, uh, uh, trying to help an individual understand what's going on with them. Because there are some innovative therapeutic strategies available that can help people manage their HSPs. There, there's even a lot of literature and research on it that you could just look up yourself and see, okay, these are some of the things that are being proven to help people that are highly sensitive. So now that was for the HSP. Now, but for you folks who know that HSP is not your issue and you know that you just need to learn how to better emotionally regulate instead of letting everything and everyone trigger emotions that you get stuck in, this, my fam, is for you. So let's get into it. Now, here are some of the dangers, or should I say, the negative effects of standing your feelings. Let's 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 talk a little bit about the negative effects of standing your feelings. And I came up with three of them. This is another one of these uh, episodes that I didn't really do research on it for the tools. I'm just kind of using some things that I have in my own uh, toolbox. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoy them. So the first thing, this is the first danger. Uh, it creates physical and mental stress and anxiety. All right. It, you know, when, when feelings are unregulated, um, they have the ability to just hijack, not just your mind, but your physical body as well. Like your body, when you are stressed, when you are overly stimulated in your mind and is producing anxiety, do you understand the tension that your body suffers? So a lot of times we have headaches, uh, but it's not necessarily being triggered by sinuses or allergies. No, it's been triggered by stress and anxiety. Yes, sometimes we're having muscle aches and, and, and joint issues. A lot of times those things are being triggered by stress, by anxiety. So it is very important to train yourself to emotionally regulate and don't do it by, by don't limit yourself to just meditating and, and all some of the other good things uh, that we can do out there. But I also want you to just stop caring for people and their behaviors and stop carrying like putting it on your back. You understand? Especially when we talk about the things that they have to say. You know, words sometimes provoke more intense feelings than the actions. Why? Because words go straight to the mind, right? That it goes straight to the psyche. That's what makes it so difficult to regulate sometimes. Because when the mind gets a hold of it, my God, that's a whole nother beast. It's like trying to get a raw piece of chicken out of a pit bull's mouth. You figure that one out. All right. Go ahead and Google it. You probably see that happen out there, but you see how rough that is. Like you just, that's just what happens in our minds. So, uh, just being aware that, okay, what's going on in your body, going on in your body? What are you feeling in your body? Uh, you didn't have a headache just before, but now you have one after that phone call or you have one after, uh, getting into it with someone in the store or, you know, someone said something at work and it just, you know, it, it was like sitting right on your shoulder. So all of those things, just becoming aware, becoming aware of your stressors, becoming aware of the things that are causing anxiety so that you can start addressing them and dealing with them straight away. The second thing it does, it causes you to miss out on enjoying the, the enjoying moments in life, right? And just enjoying the moment. 
You know, I can recall many times being so in my feelings that it obstructed every positive vibe that existed in a particular space. I don't care where I was. I could be at a birthday party. And y'all, those that know me, you know I love to dance. But if I get in like if I get in my feelings over something, I'm not dancing. I don't want to eat. I'm not talking to people. My attitude, oh my God, I, I became the Grinch of the event. All right? Very distant, very cold, just ready to leave. Don't want anybody talking to me. Please don't come sit next to me and say a word to me. Why? Because I'm in my feelings. And sometimes it was the simplest of things, y'all. But the simplicity of a thing, listen to me really clearly, so don't start judging people for being overly sensitive. Because the sens- the simplicity of a thing does not define the actual intensity of the triggers. Because we, we are tripping out and being overly sensitive and getting in our feelings because we are being triggered. And I'm going to touch on triggers just a little bit in, in in a minute, but I just want you to get the pictures because this, this episode is not about triggers per se, but this showing that triggers is a big part of why people get in their feelings. And then the third thing, uh, you know, uh, when you when you get into these overly sensitive spaces, it robs you of emotional freedom, fam. You know, when you get in your feelings and stay there, you know what's going on? You are suffering an emotional bondage. You're not free. All right. When it is when 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 in an emotional bondage, knowing how to be authentically happy becomes so obsolete. It becomes impossible for some. Yes, because I'm in bondage. So I don't know what authentic happiness really looks like. Have you asked yourself lately, are you authentically happy? Look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, am I authentically happy? Or am I manufacturing happiness with things and people um, yet not having that inner contentment uh, simply because I am emotionally bound. Hmm. That's something to think about, fam, all right? And and I just wanted to share those things so that you can examine your own emotional state in these in, in your own challenging and emotional situations and then start determining if your way of processing it is balanced or is it extreme. Because being overly sensitive to the degree of are you just in your feelings, that's extreme, right? Now, now I'm going to share a few tools you can implement to help you better manage when you get in your feelings. Okay, so I, I did five, no, four. I, I wrote four of these for you, all right? These are, once again, these are things that I pull out of my toolbox. These are not from research. These are Coach Renee's, you know, hmm. They'll be in my soon come journal article one day, all right? But here you go. Number one, spend more time evaluating your feelings, all right? How do I do this, coach? By asking yourself, is it necessary to feel the way you feel about a particular thing? Asking yourself, am I overacting? Asking myself, why does this bother me so much? (laughs) Spend time evaluating those feelings. Don't just get in, in them and then stay stuck in them. You know, like those little glass houses. No, 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 sis. Don't even, like, come on out, come on out. Let's figure out what's going on and let's not get entrapped inside of those feelings. The second thing, address your triggers, fam. Address your fig- your triggers. You know, become emotionally aware of what's tripping your circuit. 
you know, those of you that may be familiar with the, the circuit breaker at your home, um, you know, we have this circuit breaker. The circuit breaker box is in the garage, but we have this one socket that if anything too powerful goes in it and it trips it, it you know, the little, if you ever seen those little reset buttons in your socket where it says reset and then some of them have like little lights, like a green or red light. But we got one that if it trips, it's going to shut off a whole side of the panel, which shuts off all the lights or the power on that side of the panel. So we had to figure out what is tripping it, what was tripping it, right? Still haven't found out. But the point is, <laughs> we need to be aware of what's tripping our circuits, what's, what's tripping our emotional circuits. Why? Why are you getting so in your feelings over that? Why are you so in your feelings because somebody cut you off in line? Why are you in your feelings because somebody stuck the middle finger up at you or blew at you or cussed you? And yeah, I'm talking about the ugly things, you know, that yes, we should feel some kind of way about it. But to get in our feelings and stay there, that is totally unhealthy and it is very extreme. So address your triggers. It's important to address your triggers. Don't, please don't be in denial. We all have them. Uh, Find out what yours are. And address them. Yes. Number three, don't suppress what you're feeling. Give yourself permission to feel, but do not stay in those feelings. You hear me? Deal with them immediately. It's spelled I, but immediately. Deal with it. It's like <clears throat> it, it's like training a child to emotionally regulate by giving them space to feel, but within those boundaries. I know with my daughter, who was the only girl and the baby, uh, teaching her how to emotionally regulate was a journey because as a little girl, um, she wouldn't really cry, but she would get these little stank attitudes. And um, when she would need to go there because of whatever was triggering it, I would send her to her room and I would say, go in there. And um, when you're when you're finally ready to talk or, you know, ha- or get yourself together, then you can come out. I never placed a time limit. And uh, listen, this little girl, she was so stubborn. She would go in there and literally just wouldn't come out. <laughs> Epic fail on the train aid, you know, but as she got older and, you know, we were able to communicate more, um, you know, that helped her a lot. Just just teaching her to emotionally regulate when you're feeling some kind of way, you can't shut the world off with nastiness because you're in your feelings. Tighten up. Get it together. All right. So um, don't suppress what you're feeling, but do give yourself permission to feel. Give yourself permission. Say, you know what? It's okay to feel right now. But don't stay in the feelings. All right. Start dealing with them ASAP. Um just think about the child training. All right. And then the last one, uh, practice mindfulness. You hear this all the time. You've heard it quite often on my podcast. This is all about learning to stay present and connected, guys. Nothing big, nothing deep about it. This is something I had to learn to do in order to survive my pain, my anger, my sadness, my disappointment, my frustration, my confusion. Uh, it, this is how I survived those feelings, guys, especially in the moments. I had to learn how to be present in my moments because being mindful of my surroundings, uh, the people around me that had nothing to do with who triggered me uh, or what triggered me um, and my purpose for being in any particular environment. So if I'm going to celebrate you on your birthday or I'm going to celebrate, 
your graduation or whatever I'm going to be around you. If I'm going to cheer my children on in their sports, I need to be present with that and not stuck in my feelings. Uh, I need to deal with that at another time. I got to be present right here, though, and right now. And this is what mindfulness helps us with. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. And I hope that you're absorbing this film. And I also just want to add one more little thing before I end this. The other extreme of easily getting in your feelings is not is not exploring your feelings at all, not experiencing feelings, not acknowledging in feelings. All right. So there are two extreme extremes. There, there's a dichotomy a dichotomy between them. Some people are too in their feelings, and then some people just don't get into their feelings at all. It's okay to get into your feelings, but just don't stay there. Um, I will have to talk about that in another episode, though, okay? But both are extremes, and they're extreme ways from what is normal or, or typical, like we would call it, or, or healthy processing of our emotions. And this is something that we should be developing and evolving in the older we become, all right? Whew. Well, listen, fam. Feelings are meant to be processed, all right? They're meant to be processed through, not to stay stuck in. So please don't think I'm saying not to feel. You all know I am big on feel. Feel, deal, heal. Yes, yes, feel. Feeling is necessary for your emotional regulation, but you don't have to get in your feelings about everything, first of all. And then you must most definitely don't have to stay stuck in those feelings, Choose to live a happier life. Choose to be better than that. Choose to be able to maturely process through what you're experiencing emotionally. Because being in your being stuck in your feelings should become unacceptable for you. That should be something that you're just like, I'm too much of a thriver to get stuck in these feelings anymore. I'm too much of a forward thinker. I want forward progress. So I cannot afford to get stuck in my feelings. So fam, get out of your feelings. It's time to embrace your emotional freedom and take advantage of the moments that life presents you on a daily basis. And all of these moments have been strategically designed to help you heal, fulfill your self-discovery, and move your life forward. I love you, fam. I know you got this. I know you're going to do it. Let's get out of these feelings. Oh, my God. You know what? I just thought about the song. Feelings. Oh, feelings. Okay, never mind. I'm singing over my background music. But I love you guys. And I know you can do this. And until next episode, I just want you to focus and get unstuck. All right? You got this. Y'all have a great one.